Tuesday. Oh, my God. We are on a football overload. Welcome to the All City Meat Locker Podcast. Baldy. Because Brian Baldinger, Anthony Gargano, uh, in the Meat Locker, as always, uh, for the All City NFL Show. And uh, look, we got to dive into the Ravens, who are just an amazing, what what an amazing run going from San Francisco, mm-hmm. demolishing the Miami. Niners, to just absolutely destroying Miami. But before we get into the Ravens and Lamar and everything that they're doing, and get into the AFC playoff picture, can we just talk about New Year's Day football for a second? Mm-hmm. Listen, we do a lot of college here, you know, the draft, everything else. Uh, we both love college football. And yesterday in the playoffs, the semifinals, two amazing games. I mean, the Rose Bowl. I mean, you want to talk about the Rose Bowl, which was unbelievable. Michigan, Alabama, overtime bowl. Well, just, uh, you know, first of all, you know, there was so much uh, controversy about the four that got in. And who didn't get in? Georgia, Florida State. They, they, but they got it right. Because what we saw last night was every single ounce of hype that you could hope that the game could live up to, it did. I've been to the Rose Bowl before when USC played Ohio State back in the day. I've been to Pasadena. I've been in that stadium. That atmosphere, the game, oh. the electricity, yeah. the uh, the drama, the coaches – it had everything that college football can be. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I love. I used to cover it. I, I loved it. I mean, being that Rose Bowl, I mean, having covered all those bowl games, I, I love that stuff. And when you got Saban and Harbaugh, well, I, like, I, I, the two heavyweights, are you kidding I'm, me? I'm in here, and I'm breaking down NFL games on this screen over here, and I'm watching it on this screen right here. I mean, I literally sitting here last night for seven hours glued to the TVs. Like, watching NFL and getting ready for Week 18, and I'm watching this game, and I'm looking at Blake Corum and J.J. and, you know, Milrow, the whole group, and I'm just going, this is – like, I couldn't – I had to keep coming back to this. I only went over here when it was on commercial. Well, I mean, listen, Michigan-Alabama really felt like the title game. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I agreed with the committee about no Florida State because I just didn't think Florida State was good enough. And they got destroyed. Yeah. Right. Yep. Now, I do think Georgia might have been better than Texas. Problem is, Alabama beats Texas, uh, or Texas beats Alabama. Right. And Alabama beats Georgia. You know, I mean, whatever. Next year, all that stuff goes away right. because of the expanded playoffs. But that game, so it's twenty to thirteen. Yep. And it, you're like, wow, Michigan's got one last stand, yeah. one last drive. Yep. And how about it, man? They just tried the length of the field. McCarthy played played his best in that last two minutes. I mean, you know, it's a fourth and two. He finds Quorum out yep. of the backfield. It was a great play call. It was wide open. They get the first down. They convert. They go right down the field. Yeah. And, well, you know, they had, they had the big play to Quorum, but they had the, uh, the penalty on Wilson yeah. on the illegal block. And so, back, so they get the first down, but they right. backs him up to midfield. They still got to go for midfield. Yeah. But the, the touchdown – to Wilson, I, I I love that play where you're running the guy, you know, through the backfield, um, through the line of scrimmage and into the end zone right there. I love that against man or zone. Like it's just a good play to finish it. Um, it was, you know, it was a great 
it was drama filled all the way to the end. And, you know, the blitzing, getting after each other, uh, the tackling was crisp. Great. Great tackling. Great. I mean, that's that's elite. I mean, it was it was great. It was great football. Just great football. Yeah, all the way around. Run, right. It starts out like he's under incredible duress in that first quarter. Yeah. And he gets free, man. Like that second half is when the Alabama offense started to click a little bit. Well that kid's good. He really, really is good. Well, he's, get to he's, play call but he's, a, he's, not, he's he's improved a ton. Like you can see his stock just keep rising. But what you also saw with both McCarthy and Milrow is you can no longer just be a pocket quarterback in football. Mm-hmm. Like it does, you just can't play that way. Nobody can. Like it's just the, the, the ability to pressure a quarterback, to move a quarterback, to get him off the spot. There's just too many ways to do it now that if your quarterback can't move, if he can't move when he's under duress or extend plays, it, like you can only, the style of football you have to play doesn't really exist anymore. Well, but you know what? It's weird because obviously you're right. I mean, like it's such a huge weapon. Milrow reminds you of Lamar. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the yeah. way he moves, he's got a great arm. He's got he's another guy who could flick it, and he's learned the position. He's growing. But real quick, Joe Flacco, Matt Stafford, both in the playoffs, both dangerous. Yeah. Well, I mean, but but both of them have size. First of all, they have size. Yes. They also have big arms, all right? Both of them have big arms. And they both aren't just wooden statues now. They both move better than Brady, let's say. I mean, we've seen Flacco move. Like, he, they move well enough where they're not looking to run out of the pocket, but they move well enough in the pocket. Well, you know, it's funny you said it because you did see, like, in that Thursday night game where the Browns go off, he makes a play where it was almost like Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. right, where – Joe's able to break a tackle, right? Yeah. Slide to his oh, left. Oh, yeah, to his left. And then he makes that throw. To the back, Jerome right? Ford. Exactly. He takes it to the house. And so much, I, I think. And he's got Quentin Williams chasing him. Yeah. Like, he could, like he shows that he can still move well big. enough. Like, to your point, he's big. Yeah, it's hard like, to get these guys to the ground. And and that helps. That That's what made Roethlisberger so effective. Yes. That he, he extended the plays by the fact that you couldn't bring him I down. I mean, by, by Ben at the end, I mean, really, the last five years, I mean, he could hold off a defender with one hand and still throw it with the other hand. Yeah. And Flacco could do the same thing. Yeah. And, and Stafford is still big and strong. You know, uh, he, I mean, he, he could throw, I and mean, he could throw it from any angle. Yeah. So. But to your point, Milrow, uh, reminds, it just reminds you of Lamar. He was uh, terrific in that second half. Now, what a, what a game. So, the, Michigan ties it, and then Alabama's got a chance. They got, they got a few seconds. They got a chance. Yeah. They got right? And, and, man, Michigan's defense came up big. Yeah. Because I was like, wow. Because Riker, the kicker for Bama, made 250 yarders. He's got a big leg, man. Mm-hmm. And, you, you can't know, let him get in that position. No. Yeah. So, you know, then, then – uh, Quorum in overtime. Two plays. Two plays, man. Two plays is in the end zone. Like, it was unbelievable. Like, they put it in his hands. And, like, this guy is a workhorse. He's got balance. He's just built the right way to be a good back. He's been doing it a long time in Michigan. I remember doing the Big Ten Championship game two years ago in Indianapolis. It was uh, Michigan, Iowa. And Blake Quorum was, like, they were rotating backs, but he was the best back two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's, well, he's beast. So now, 27-20, it's Alabama's turn in overtime. 
They quickly get to first and goal at the 10, and then it stalls. Now it's fourth and three. Yeah. And what does Tommy Reese do for Alabama, the OC for the for the tide? He tries a quarterback draw. Oh, I didn't like that play. Yeah, I did not like that up. play, man. He didn't go, he went right into a brick wall. Like it's just hard to get, you know, anytime you want a quarterback draw, like you want you, you first of all, you need a major rush. When you're condensed on the three yard line and everybody's packed in like that, it's like all it takes is one guy not to rush. No. And just like I just didn't think they sold it good enough. It's not a great it's not a great play that unless you're spreading them all out, it's not a great play down there that part of the field. No, I, I was surprised. Now Saban said there was a bunch of timeouts called. They there called was. a different play and they wound up on that play on when the play went off. But I, I'm with you. Like I at least give him a run pass option. Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, any kind of a drag slide yeah. where you're, you know, you got motion going one way, yeah. you're moving the other way, you got guys coming to you, and then if something opens up, somebody trips, you know, the the opening's there, take it. I, I, I think it's just too limited by what they did. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a thrilling game. And then, just when you're like, wow, man, that game was unbelievable, the second one, now this was fascinating because we love quarterbacks and – this is Michael Penix, man, oh, and his receiving Oh, my core. God. Those those kids at Washington are all NFL receivers. The catches that they make. <laughs> I mean, everything is like their body control with the ball in the air is crazy. It's crazy what they can do. And after the catch. I mean, they're, that is a dynamic group of quarterbacks and receivers up there. But Penix, I mean, wow. I mean, I, I got to tell you, why is he not going to be a great player at the, at the – like, I, I get everybody's in love with Drake Mays and Caleb Williams. I, I understand that. But, man, Penix, he throws dimes mm. down the field. Mm. Like, dude, like, like, those throws are ridiculous. They're NFL throws. They're, 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 Spray fades down the sideline. He throws it a mile. Yeah, he's got a big arm. Like, he's going to be a fun prospect. He's going to be a fun prospect. You know, I love evaluate. him. Oh, my God. He's unbelievable how he gets the ball down the field. And, I, I mean, look, Texas's front is probably Legit. one of the best in the country, Legit. right? Legit. Both sides. And Those backs, you know, defensive front, like, it's they're like they're stout. Really stout. So it was they're built like an SEC team as they yeah. get ready to go to the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was fascinating because they could not stop Washington. They got pressure on them. They sacked them a couple times. Yeah, but His movement and be able to throw on the move. Is elite like it's it's it'll be that's a good you know for any scout and they're scouting Michael Penix. I mean that's probably the first game you put in. So the second half was I mean I know a lot of people probably fell asleep because the game went well the game was late it was yeah. a one a.m. kind of finish yeah but the finish was absurd Baldy yeah. right like it was unbelievable so Washington dominates the second half yeah. dominates the second half somehow. They're hanging around. Somehow, Texas is hanging around. And it, it's bizarre, right? So, they, they pull within six. Yeah. It's still you know, onside kick. 37-31. gets it, yeah. right? They, for some reason, they did throw. He threw an incomplete pass on third down. Then what happens is there was on second down. And then what happens is uh, they're – Offensive lineman gets hurt. Mm-hmm. 
So, so instead of running the clock. the clock down to 15 seconds, yeah. they have to charge a timeout. Right. So basically, Michigan gets the ball with just under 40 seconds. Texas gets the ball. Excuse me. Yeah. Texas gets the ball just under 40 seconds, right? Yep. Dude, you were placed. Now, the one thing about it's going to be interesting to see in the matchup between Washington and Michigan is Washington's pass defense is not good. Mm-hmm. Texas, yours, goes down the field. Boom, boom, boom. It was unbelievable. Baldy, I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. This 20 seconds, he's within earshot. Yeah. He's got 20, he's at the 20 yard line. He's right there. They want to get to the 12. They, oh, my God. And, like, they, that was I the photo they finish. They were score, win the game. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the – most thrilling ending. No, but the drama, the shots in the Sugar Bowl, man, the drama between the fans and how they shot it and, like, just the the level of uh, in- intensity and anxiety on everybody's faces. So, Watson gets yours down. Uh, it's the second to last play of the game. Mm-hmm. He's under duress. He's falling down, and he just throws it incomplete. And it looks like time uh, has expired. Yeah. So put one second on the clock. Yeah, one more play. And they had one more play. It was like, oh, my God. And it was a fade to the corner of the end zone. Oh, my God. Incomplete. Washington holds on. What a freaking game. What a finish. Wow. College football is 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 – I said, said, look, I've been to a Rose Bowl before, and I'm a big – like, these games have been unbelievable over the last few years. But this is the best semifinal we've ever seen. Yeah. Okay, I mean, nail biters to the very end. And we now have, you know, Michigan and Washington, both 14-0, and undefeated. It's like somebody's going to lose for the first time. And they're totally built differently, you know. So it's, it, it's a real contrast in styles and in coaching. So I just think next Monday, if we get anything close to what we saw last night, like it's just going to be unreal. Well, the two matchups, well, can Michigan get enough pressure on mm. Penix? Because – Again, Michigan's front is really good. They get tons of pressure. Yeah, but they blitzed a lot last night. They did. They, their blitzes like it'll be. So I just think like I thought Michigan last night did a great job of breaking down Alabama's protections and attacking the protections. And that's really the chess match: is <clears throat> can you break down the protection where you get a free hitter to the quarterback and he's got to make a, either a quick decision or move and um, with the ball. And maybe make a bad decision. So Panix doesn't move like Milrow. No, but Panix has no. He moves efficiently though. Yeah, but Panix has a, an incredible arm, and he's got these incredible receivers. So that's an interesting matchup. And the other part of the matchup is can JJ McCarthy, because the game's in his hand, can JJ exploit the Washington pass defense? Yeah. Well, his movement's really good though. He extends a lot of plays, JJ. But he's got to get the ball down the field because that's where the plays are going to be going to be made. Yeah, but you know they're they're not going to get too far away from the running game. You know, I mean, unless they get behind, you know. But they're they're going to stay with their their power run game. They like you know they like their tight ends. Like you know they're in thirteen personnel, twelve personnel. Their their style of play, you know, is we're we're going to control the ball, and control the clock. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a great one. That'll be Monday night. Oh, wow. All right. So well, let's talk about. The AFC yesterday, we did a lot of NFC stuff. So let's celebrate the Ravens, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we've done that a couple times, but man, they, they need it. We need to celebrate them again after what happened. San Francisco, we all talked about what would happen against Miami and how, look, 
This was a, that was the big game of the week. Miami and Baltimore. And I know no Waddle, which hurt Miami. Mm-hmm. But you know who didn't hurt Baltimore? Tyreek. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, A-chan probably hurt him more than Tyreek. But, you know, Baltimore plays, I've been saying it, you know, for months. They, they play this matchup zone. And it makes the quarterback hold the ball. You're not really sure where the help is coming from. All eyes are on the quarterback. So the longer Tua holds it, the the tighter the 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 the, the routes have cre- have been established. They've matched up with them, <clears throat> and there's just there's just no holes to, to throw it into to throw it to Tyree. And he can come in motion. He can do all the stuff that he does, but like they're not they're not going to be out of position. <clears throat> and so you have to run it against them, and they did. Achan ran the ball really well against them. You have to run it against them, but that doesn't get you points. That, that will get you first downs. That will keep you on the field. But they couldn't get the ball, you know. Um, and they, they were playing, you know, without Kyle Hamilton, but Geno Stone stepped in. So they make it difficult on you. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and then uh, Lamar was absolutely sensational. Again, locked up the MVP. We talked about it. Five touchdowns. Man, what's the difference? Let, we, we've talked about Lamar constantly this season because he's been the best quarterback we talk about the golden arm, right? We give away the golden arm award, and Lamar's won it a bunch of times. What, what What's he doing differently? Well, I think the offense is, you know, obviously they, they changed to Todd Munkin. And, you know, I was around there at training camp this year, and, you know, it was sort of like, okay, we're going to play up-tempo. We're going to play – we're going to throw short passes, get long runs, that, that, those basic concepts. But they've really evolved a lot. Like, if I show you this one first play right here, Let's go to the tape. Like Odell's on. Like this is a two receiver route. It's half field read, two receiver route. Yep. Okay, so Odell's outside, and Zay Flowers is inside. So it's max protection. So whatever Miami wants to do, like Lamar's protected. But watch the length of the distance on these routes. Like watch how vertical they're getting. Like there's Odell coming back. Okay, now they're bracketing Odell. So now here comes Zay Flowers one on one. He turns the safety around. Look at his throw. To Zay Flowers. Like, that's a 25-yard, you know, outcut. Like, teams aren't – so, but Lamar's got time. Look at the protection he's got. And the, the throw is just a zip. I mean, Zay Flowers. How about that route, too? That's the a route, great the route's route, great. man. Like, well, you because, know, because the safety, the inside safety's thinking, like, well, when, when, is he going to turn it up? Well, th- this is – so this is – he is. He, he's opening his hips right here like he's yeah. going to the post. Yeah. And then watch Zay Flowers just cut it. Boom. Now he turns it completely around. Now he's got separation. He's got five yards of separation right there. All right, so it's a pretty easy read for Lamar. But, it, you know, when they said to me, short passes, long runs, I understood the hitches, stops, all that stuff. But this is, we're attacking half the field. Yeah. And we're going to give you time, Lamar, to you decide. If you want to go to, uh, if you want to go to OBJ, you could do it. But this might open up deep. And so he's looking to attack. That's, that's number one. Number two is when you watch these, like, like here, Miami's going to blitz their inside linebacker right here. All right, David Long's going to blitz. So everybody does this. Everybody attacks the weak side, and they bring one more than you can block. Because look at the backs going up top. Yep. So David Long's going to come free. All right? But a lot of teams don't have an answer for that blitz. And the quarterback gets left holding the ball. But Lamar and Bateman, Bateman's the receiver here, he cuts the route off. And so Lamar sees it right away. 
So these people that are like, um, oh, Lamar doesn't read defenses, Lamar, like all that is nonsense. This guy is sharp as it can be. Like, I don't well, know. He's if throwing right into the blitz. It's perfect. Yeah. Where, but, but where he vacates that yeah. spot. That's what you should do. Is exactly where you're going to, you want to go. And he correctly reads it. But to your point, too, Bateman, that, that he he's, he, he's, he's got to see it. He's yeah. got to see it just the way the quarterback sees it. So I see this all at this same blitz all the time. Right, you're man to man now because you're, you're sending the linebacker. Like, Miami actually blows it, and Jalen Ramsey's ticked, you know, at the cornerback right here. But, but anyway, Javon Holland's the safety. But, like, they, they got an answer for the blitz. All right, so that's part of it. Yeah, and I see so many teams, the quarterback's left holding it. <clears throat> He's got to, like, dodge the free blitzer. And then you get this right here. Like, this is a wheel route. Like, up top, you're going to run a slant wheel. The wheel is by Justice Hill, the back. So he's going to come out of the backfield. You're anticipating man coverage and exactly what they get, and he gets picked. So it's an easy read for Lamar, but the throw is perfect. Yeah, it's a dime. It's an actual – like he's not like – the throw is right there. Yeah, right there. It's Anybody could catch he, that ball. Yeah, he doesn't break stride. No. And again, anytime you're talking about a wheel where you get it back – Or you, you can overthrow it. Yeah. You can throw it. You know, you're not accurate. Like he throws it. Look, the safety's driving on it from the, from the middle of the field. He's not going to get there in time. No. The throw is just perfect, and it's an easy catch. It's not like he has to go turn his body to get it, but he sees it right away. So, and he's not, he actually looks it off. Like, if you look at him right here, he's looking to the three-receiver side first because he knows the wheel's going to take time. Yeah. So he's got time to come back to it. So now you're playing with the defense. I'm going to look at my three-receiver side because I know on the back side I got a wheel. Step and throw. And he makes it. Yeah, look at that throw. I mean, I, but but your point, it works because he he waits on it. He he's, he's focused on the three. You're, you're when you're messing with the defense like that, that shows you his evolution as a quarterback. Evolution and command. Yeah, he has a command of the offense. Yeah, like, and you know there was a time. I remember this at training camp this year. So there was a scene, our day when um, you know Lamar wears a wristband like most quarterbacks. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, you call the play in number thirteen, red zone, whatever. Um, read the play. So during a week in training camp, he told Lamar, take the wristband off. I want you to be able to know it. Like, it's good that we have it, but let's learn it without it. Let's learn the offense without wow. it. Wow. Remember McNabb? McNabb, he never yeah. wanted to wear a wristband. Yeah, never, yeah. But like, Brady always, he had three pages. Oh, okay? yeah. So Lamar has that, but in training camp, they took the wristband off. Wow. And it was like, let's learn it. Let's learn it. Let's know it. We always can like in time crunch. We'll, we'll go. We'll have it on, but let's let's learn it without it. <clears throat> so you watch this like this is the three receiver side right here. Odell's in the slot, the the middle one. He's going to run this what we call a spray fade. Yeah. yeah. So the outside receiver Bateman, he's just going to run a stop just to hold that corner. And now you got to make this throw. All right. So everybody runs this route. It's a low percentage throw. <clears throat> the, the corner should be squeezing that receiver to the sideline side yeah. and giving him as little space as possible to drop it in. Watch this throw by Lamar. Now, it's an unbelievable catch by Odell. Like, it's right to the sideline. Wow. And he toe taps right there, gets both feet in. But the throw is a dime against great coverage. Wow. That coverage was perfect. The coverage was perfect. The throw beats the coverage. So, oh. we're, we're like, you know, he had five touchdowns, three incompletions. Like, he's not even close. Like, this is a one-play drive. All right, they're going to run. Actually, I think they copied this play from Miami. And I think they put it in. I haven't seen him run it this year. But I think they put it in to stick it to Miami. Like, 
We'll take your Tyreek Hill play, yeah, 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 yeah. and we'll give it to Zay Flowers. So yeah, watch yeah. Zay. Zay's going to come in motion. Yeah. <clears throat> There's different speeds of motion. And he's going to hit this thing full speed. And he's just going to curl up. And right here. That's Tyreek, yeah. That's Tyreek. He's hands up. Give it to me, cuz. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Now, Look the kid's that. special. Like, I call him the whoop, whoop kid. Yeah. Like he, he can just stop and start. Yeah. So one, one drive. One play, 75 yards. Yeah. Touchdown. He is special. He's special. Man, he, it was funny. He was special at Boston College. You didn't realize how good he was. Because, look, at Boston College, you know, quarterback plays, whatever. But what, what, he so, was amazing. But sometimes we'll, we'll, we'll see it this year with the draft, too, because everybody's got receivers, right? Every team's got them. But they, they – um, like, if you come out of the Big 12, you're either an inside receiver or an outside receiver. You get slotted. So if you're – like, Zay is five foot nine, So you could get slotted as you're just a slot receiver because of your size. <clears throat> but I remember Steve Smith telling me that he went and worked him out at Boston College. He said, "This kid, because Steve Smith is five foot nine too." So Steve Smith played play for the one that played for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Part of one reason. Anyways, he said he could play inside or yeah. outside because of his ability to stop and start and separate. So <clears throat> you watch Lamar here; like he is so comfortable in the pocket, like his ability just to step up and just make this throw. Like it, it, the ball goes exactly. It's a great catch by Likely, but but it's a great catch. But look, but look at his. So look, he's throwing off his back foot. It's not. Away. It's not. It, it, it's far from like technically perfect. Right, right. But he's a. But he, his arm like, is ridiculous. But the arm, the, the arm and the athletic ability is ridiculous. Yeah. If you're like, I don't know. If you're Brock Purdy, you probably got to set your feet and make yeah, it yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a freak athlete like, like Lamar. You can step up, and you can just make this throw like oh, on the run. Look at that. Look, look at where his body is. Yeah. Look at where his arm He's almost three-quarters sideways to the other side. And, he, and he's getting hit by the corner right here. Yes. And the throw goes perfect. Perfect. Like the amazing. coverage is great. He's getting hit. Like, oh look at that. Oh, my God. Right through the window. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, you can't cover it any better. That's Javon Holland. Like, he's a great player. Like, the throw beats Javon. Yeah. And he sees the, the delivery. Yeah, that, no, he's right there. Like, if we had Javon on the show, I'd go, Javon, tell me about Lamar. Yeah. And he goes, Baldy, put that play up. Yeah, yeah, and He yeah. would say, put that play up yeah. to Likely. And, you know, and he, like, you know, he finishes for a touchdown. But if uh, – And if by the way, let's talk about Likely for a second. Because when Mark Andrews mm-hmm. got hurt, I, I thought that was going to be the, the death knell to the Ravens' offense. Like – he was such a weapon that I thought, man, I don't know how you how, – and they lose Keaton Mitchell a mm-hmm. little bit later on, who was their like, really – Explosive back. Guy, weapon. And was starting. And, and, and they haven't – not only did they miss a beat, they crushed San Fran, and then they crushed Miami, and they don't punt. But, well, and, and, and they have been rotating offensive tackles. Like Ronnie Stanley goes out there, then McCarry comes in. Morgan Moses goes out there, and now Philele comes in. They keep losing guys, but nobody even knows because Lamar is just that good right now. But, you know, it's interesting, like, uh, DeCoste, Eric DeCoste, they had six fourth-round picks last year. Not this year, but last year, 2022. Six fourth-round picks. Two of them were tight ends. Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kolar. Two of their six picks were fourth-round tight ends, and they're both playing. They're both catching balls. Kolar, in fact, last week caught a, a, yeah. a big pass. Charlie Kolar, he was he was uh, yeah. the tight end for Brock Purdy at Iowa State. Yep. Right. I remember him. But likely is terrific. Yeah. I, I mean, he's 
He's got that basketball tight end body. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he, like there he is right there. But yeah. he's a big body. He's, he's got a little nasty disposition to him. He can block. But you watch this, like, this throw from Lamar right here. Like, he's got ed- edge rusher. Like, again, like, this is just a no-look look. He's amazing. He looks like, you were talking about, like, a point guard. Like, the way he dishes that ball off, he, like, like almost tilting his body, and like, to the side. It's, it's, I swear to you, it's, look at that. Dropping the arm angle. I mean, that's Miami's good defense. It is they, real they, good they, defense. They're good defense. Like yeah. they know what they're doing. Like they they do a lot of like. But you get these you get the ball to these guys on the dead run. Like you watch this RPO game. This is an RPO right here. Okay, he's like so. It's either a give throw. So Gus Edwards, you could give it to him, but they got nobody to block that linebacker right there. Yep. Right. So it's a right read by Lamar. All right. They've got an unblocked David Long's coming right at him. So I'm going to pull it. I mean, here comes Rashad Bateman. And look at, and look at the window. Look at the window. Right between the rusher yep. and then his, his, the, and the end. Look, he, like sees, he sees the field so good. Like, these balls aren't getting batted down. He's not hesitating. It's an efficient movement, economy of movement, right? I mean, everything. It's the right read. Look at the footwork. Mm. And hits Bateman, all right? You get yourself a first down. Hey, before we go to the defense, you know what's so interesting about Lamar is we forget the offseason and that whole dance. Yeah. Right? Between the Ravens and Lamar and between, you know, free agency and, and – Well, what was interesting was his mother's his agent. Okay. Now, I'm sure she is, and I'm sure there's other advisors. Yeah. But they couldn't get a hold of him. Like, the Ravens are saying, like, we want Lamar Lakesy. He was like – Basically, Lamar was saying, come at me when you have the, the offer. Like, I've seen what Jalen just got. You know, i just seen what everybody got. So, you come after me when you're ready for the offer. Like, don't come out and lowball me. Don't come after me with, well, what do you think about this? You already know what it is. Like, this is the freight. Okay? Like, I, I've seen what Watson got. I've seen what Jalen – like, like you don't have to be – like, I think he's pretty business savvy. But he's like, come at me when you're ready. And then, you know, they, they, they said, well, go test free agency. Like, you know, and, you know, everybody's like, yeah, phone's not ringing. Nobody's interested. Everybody's, Atlanta's fine. Like, okay, are they? Washington's fine. Okay, are they? Um, you put him on either one of those teams. Like, first of all, they don't trade Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Like, they're competing on any of these teams. Like, you look at every one of these. Imagine. Oh, oh it's amazing. These teams passed up on it. Like, really going after them. Like, what? Yeah. It's, uh, I, so, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there in the middle of it, and we're talking, we're, you know, we're chewing on this on these different shows I do. And I'm like, if you put if you put Lamar in Atlanta with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and B. John Robinson, everything else, like, first of all. The defense is good. The defense is, it's their top 10. And, you know, look, I do games in Atlanta. I'm there. Like, that place is never sold out. It gets sold out for the SEC championship game. If Georgia's playing a game there, it's sold out. Right. The Falcons ain't selling it out. They've never been. Like, yeah. every single kid's wearing a Lamar jersey in Atlanta, if he's in Atlanta. And they're the toast of the league right now. They're competing with San Francisco. No, I, I listen, there is a, there's a bunch of teams that you go. Like, imagine if, you know, you were. You know what people told me in Atlanta? Pittsburgh. That's what, this is what like, just this, this fans, okay? They're like, we just got out of salary cap hell with Matt Ryan. We don't want to get back into salary cap hell. I'm like, who cares about your salary cap? 
Get yourself a quarterback. You'll figure everything else out. Get yourself a quarterback. Yeah. It's the truth. Like, when you look at these other teams, you look at – now, Washington, a little different because new ownership and, you know, you get your – you know, because otherwise, if you're Washington, you want to poach the Ravens quarterback. It's perfect. But I, they weren't ready for anything like that. But to your point, Atlanta, right? I mean – Atlanta was a natural spot. It was a natural spot. Just a natural spot. spot. You know, you just – you know, Baltimore doesn't have to deal with him in you know in the AFC like he's in the NFC, so don't have to go up against him. It just was the natural position, and like you could tell me that Desmond Ritter was the guy. All right, I mean, there's no. But how about some of these? The Raiders, the Raiders, right. the Raiders, uh, New Orleans, yes, like the Jets. I mean, they went after uh, you know. Okay, would you rather like I know Aaron Rodgers got hurt, but honestly, yeah. like if you were trying to build. You know, build a, a franchise. Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or Lamar? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, give me the most. And, and did you New see England. enough from New England and Pittsburgh? Like, and I know Pickett. They were like, oh, they're. But come on, like you got an established quarterback right there. Like with the, with the Steelers defense. Like look how look at that Steelers team is on a precipice of a playoff with no quarterback. Yeah. You know, it's it's just um, Lamar has a different style. Like some people, like you know, he's. I don't even know how to describe it. Like the, the guys obviously love him, you know, and they, but he, when you have a player, like I, I remember one time I'm playing in Dallas and I'm like a, a rookie or something. And we're playing, we're playing a big game, Washington or the Raiders or somebody. And I remember two tall Jones, like going up and down the sideline in the fourth quarter. is like, we're going to win this game. I'm like, like the, the the stars win your games. Yeah. Like guys like me don't win games. Yeah, yeah, stars yeah. win games. Yeah. You're stars. Like he's he's. I've been saying it for a month now. He's the league's biggest star, in a league full of stars. He's the biggest one. He's the one that everybody else looks up to. Like he's. They want his jersey. They want his, his autograph. They want his picture. He's the biggest star, because he makes it look easy. We're watching these throws. Like it's it, like he's carving up this dolphin defense. You know, it's interesting because this, the similarity of Michael Vick, because Mike was a wrist throw, mm-hmm. and of course he was also electric in mm-hmm. the whole thing. And Lamar is on this another level. He's almost where Mike was at the end intellectually, because he grew so much with Andy Reid, sure. and he understood the position. Yeah. I remember talking to Mike, and Mike saying, I wish I had Andy the whole time. I, I just learned the game. Yeah. He had to relearn the game. Lamar, now, wh- where's Munkin in all this? Because he's done a phenomenal job. Like, he goes from Georgia, and you look at how great that offense, to then to Baltimore, where that offense is is tremendous. Like, yeah. Todd's legit. Yeah, but, like, you know, Todd's been in the NFL. You know, he was the yeah. offense coordinator in Cleveland. He's been to Tampa. Yeah. He knows the NFL. Like, he won championships at Georgia, but he's been in and out of the league. Yeah. So he understands – a, NFL players. He understands, you know, how to practice. Yeah, he's a little older, so he understands. He's older, yeah. you know. But he also – I say that in a good way. No, no. But, look, he's got experience. Yeah. Okay? So, you know, coaching is still the art of what do we have, how do we best create to accent the, what we have. Like, that's the essence of coaching. <clears throat> so he's got a dynamic player, but yet has been injured many, much of the last two years from probably taking too much for pounding, running too much. So let's cut down on the running. They, they still run more than they throw it. They still run it more than any other team in the league. 
So they're still dialing up a lot of runs because that's still what they do really well. But now we got Zay Flowers. This likely is now he's not Mark Andrews, but he's good. And then we've got yeah, Bateman, who's healthy, yeah. you know, for the first time, who's a first round pick. And we got Aguilar and OBJ. So we now we now have legitimate threats outside. So how do we route combinations, formations? So the thing I think is only expanding and getting bigger. And none of it looks, none of what they're doing looks like it's taxing Lamar at all. Yeah. Like he never looks confused. No. Nah, ever. Never. Like, and he always like, even though the blitz we saw, like I see quarterbacks eat that ball all the time in this league, and it drives me nuts. I text Kurt Warner. Like, why can't they figure this out, Kurt? You know, and it drives him nuts. Like they they've got it built in, you know, they got side adjust. That's what we're gonna do. So defensively, we've talked about their matchup zone. Uh, you know, it, it, the coaching from the Ravens. I mean, I, I love. I'm a big Harbaugh fan. I love John, and I think he, he. You know, it's amazing. I remember being on a Baltimore radio station, talk, and, and they were frustrated with him mm-hmm. because he hadn't gotten back to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. And, ah, I'm like, they're like, what do you think? I'm like, think. I think you got a good coach. Stay with him. Like sometimes, and we'll get into this tomorrow because I want to get into coaching. Yeah. But th- this idea of you know, moving too quickly away from coaches that are really sharp. I'm like, something, you know, not every year is going to be your, you know. No, but sometimes, like, this is what John's done the last two years, okay? He got rid of his offense coordinator, you know, this year and brings in Todd Munkin. Year before, he allowed Wink Martindale to walk. Yeah. All right. And he brings in Mike McDonald. Yeah. You know, that was coaching with his brother at Michigan, but it was already with Baltimore. Left Baltimore as a linebacker coach for Wink, went to Michigan. With his brother, then came back as a defense coordinator. And so, really, um, his style, Mike McDonald's style, is much different than Wink. Uh, they're not they're not so blitz-oriented. They do blitz, and they do blitz in a different way than Wink does. They're not looking for all these free hitters and overloads that Wink does, which is still effective. But they're, they're, I think they're much more sound. And then the biggest thing was, like, Harbaugh gave the green light to go trade for Roquan Smith. And, and this is what, you know, Dacosta is going to tell him. Like, look, we can get you a middle linebacker like Ray Lewis, like C.J. Mosley of that ilk. Natural leader, going to come in. But you're going to lose draft picks. We're going to, we're going to give up draft capital. So you decide. It's up to John still. And he goes, let's do it. And so Roquan comes in the middle of the season last year. Literally, I mean, John will tell you if he's sitting here with us. He goes, the day he got there, he became the leader of the defense. Like, he started the week one, led the team in tackles week one. He stepped in, and it was – Patrick Queen is a good player. He became a great player with Roquan next to him. And that scheme just fit them, too. The, the Fiends get – I mean, they went out and got Kyle Hamilton. You know, they, they went out. Jadevian Clowney was for anybody. He's had a rebirth. Van Noy was sitting on the street. Yeah. He leads the team in sacks. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then, the, you know, they drafted Matabike, and they brought back um, Michael Pierce – that they let go in free agency. So they, they, they're not afraid to bring back guys that they let walk in free agency. They all want to come back to the nest. Um, you know, he's done, a, he's done a phenomenal job. And then, you know, Randy Brown is the kicking coach, and he found Justin Tucker. And, you know, they, they, they're – I mean, we should put up their uh, kickoff return to start the third quarter. Oh, my God. Justin still goes 78 yards. Right, let's do it. Let, let, let's, let, let's check that out because, you know, that's another – Randy Brown's a hell of a special teams guy, a hell of a kicking coach. Understands it. Obviously, uh, John Harbaugh, his background special teams, that's long ago when he was with Andy Reid for the Eagles, he was a special teams coach. 
So, like, that part of the ball, like, it's amazing. They oh, The Ravens always win that part of the uh, that unit. They always win special teams. They always get it. They always get it right, Baldy. Yeah, well, I'm mean, here it is right here. So, you go, uh, let's see. You see, uh, which one is it? Oh, here. So, this is counter, the name of the, the return is counter right, no, fake right, counter left. So, Justice, uh, Justice Hill is the return. Okay, so he's going to get this at the, uh, at the four-yard line. So he's going to start to his right, and then he's going to cut back to the left. So it's it's fake right, counter left. Wow. Look at that. Okay. Now, he goes 78 yards here before he finally gets run out of bounds. But when you watch the blocking, the blocking, you've got uh, Patrick Ricard down here. All right. He's over on the left-hand side. And Tylen Wallace, number 16, a wide receiver. So they're all going to start to the right. Yeah. To get my watch Miami adjust. Like they all start right. So Miami starts adjusting to that. And then it's counter left. Boom. Look at that. How they just hit him. Oh, oh look at that crease. But what it does is the fake right sets yeah. up these angle blocks. Yeah. They all get blocks. Yeah. Like this is Geno Stone number uh right there. Yeah. Geno Stone is twenty six up at the top. All right. Look so they crease. Yeah. So it creates this like it's perfect. Yeah. But, you know, there they are. They're winning 28-13 at the half. And they're getting the ball to start the third quarter. It's the opening kickoff. So there's Harbaugh telling you special teams with Randy Brown. Hey, we're going fake right, counter left. Yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah, open yeah, up. We're going to yeah, blow this thing out. Yeah, we're going to shut the door on this team yeah. right now. Like, we're, gonna, we're not just going to return this yeah, thing to yeah, the 25. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to fair catch it. Like, we're going for it. Yeah. Like, we've worked on this return. Look at all this. Look at all those blocks. They have. Oh, it's man. Gone. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. 78 yards. I mean that's just beautiful. Yeah, look at that thing. Wow. So wow. they start. They they get. So Lamar st- goes out there on the field, like he's got the ball at the like seventeen yard line. Wow. They go and score. It's thirty five. You know, thirty five thirteen. There right you away. have it. Uh, the number one seed in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens. We got to touch on who wins the AFC East. Yeah. With the Dolphins. All right. First, let me tell you about uh, Baldy Meal Factor Meal Kits. That's right, Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. They're going to help you. Look, everybody's got New Year's resolutions. You want to eat well. You want to eat healthy. You eat with Factor. All right, breakfast, lunch, dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You're going to save time. More importantly. You're gonna you're gonna keep on track and you're gonna eat well. All right? Yes. I mean, factor two minutes. All you gotta do is heat and enjoy. Never frozen. It's amazing. You can treat yourself to high quality, delicious meals. All right, choose from 35 plus chef crafted meals every week that support healthy lifestyles, right? So whether it's calorie smart, vegan, veggie, protein plus, all right, whatever your wholesome meal options are. They got it at Factor. Try delicious, calorie-smart meals, about 550 calories per serving. You need extra boost, right, for, like, protein plus? 30 grams of protein or more per serving. 
And that factor is not just for dinner. Count on extra convenience any time of the day with a short run of 55-plus add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes. You can choose quick breakfast items, lunch to go, grab-and-go snacks, ready-to-drink cold-pressed juices, shakes, smoothies. I mean, it's incredible, all right? They're delivered right to your door and ready in two minutes. Heat and enjoy. And the beauty is we're going to give you 50% off. That's right. Head to factormeals.com slash all NFL 50. Factormeals.com slash all NFL 50. You get 50% off. That's code all NFL 50. Factormeals.com and get 50% off. All right, Baldy. Yeah. Dolphins. Uh, what kind of damage does this kind of loss do to Miami? Now, they got to turn around and all of a sudden, the Red Hot Bills. Mm-hmm. All right, back at it. Four in a row. All right. They're like, all of a sudden, we said to watch out for Buffalo. Well, I think, you know, Buffalo did a couple things. To I mean, at the trade deadline, they picked up Rasul Douglas. And, you know, he was involved in three interceptions last yeah. week. He gets a tip early and Ed Oliver intercepts it. He gets a second interception. Then he gets a third one for a pick six. I mean, Rasul Douglas has helped that defense immeasurably. Okay, so that's <clears throat> that was, you know, the front office. That's Brandon Bean. Um, but and, and Sean also has, has taken over the play calling on that defense. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, like, look, they, they played week four, and they beat Miami 48-20. Miami could not. This is when Miami was healthy. You know, they had everybody. They had Waddle and Mostert and Tyreek and, you know, the whole group. And they scored 20 points. They just would not let the ball get over their head. So they'll play a similar style. Look, look Miami's beat up badly. They just lost Bradley Chubb for the year. They already lost Jalen Phillips. They lost, you know, Xavier uh, Howard's not playing. Like, they're beat up. You sort of, um, you know, and Buffalo has to, like, Buffalo right now, if they win, they win the East. But if they lose, they could still be in the playoffs or they could be out of the playoffs. It depends on what two other teams do. So, Buffalo, I feel like it might be hungrier, you know, for this one. Like, they have to go to Miami and make this thing work. They've got to win. They can't lose this game. So then, okay, you go, Miami, how are they going to do this? Bounce back from this defeat. And last week with no Waddle, no Mostert, um, they still moved the ball. They, they, they got away from it a little bit at the end of the first, first half. But it was – you know, this Devon Achan is some kind of player. Ah, uh, Texas A&M, man, man Aggie. Well, he, he's averaging eight yards a carry. Yeah. And last week, you know, with no uh, Raheem Mostert, he got a lot of – He's got a lot of shift. He's got Real that. Shit. He's got blazing speed, and he breaks tackles. He gave the uh, Buffalo a fit the first time they played. <clears throat> um, he's he, like he's got the most explosive runs. He's got an explosive run every eight plays. Nobody in this league is even close to him. So he's like he's legit. Now if they get, you know, they need more than Tyreek and Achan. You know they got to get something else going here. But you know I think Buffalo right here is. Uh, like, they're just playing their best football. They're running it. They're not turning it over. Uh, Josh Allen's decided, you know, if it's short yards, goal line, put the ball in my hands. Um, this is – this like, there's a reason why this game's on Sunday night. It's the final game of the season. The league knows that this is going to be the most watched game of the week and the game with the most at stake. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine – got a division at stake. Well, it's a division at stake. So, I can't imagine, though, the postseason without Josh Allen. No. Nah. I just can't. He's just too dynamic of a player, too good of a player, too big a personality, too big a star in this league not to be in the postseason. And you get the two seed. 
you know, at, at stake too. Yes. I mean, that's the other thing too. Right. right. If the, I mean, that's yeah, a big the Dolphins deal. win. I mean, they can be the two seed. Buffalo could too. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a great game, man. Incredible matchups. All right. Um, listen. Tomorrow, let's tackle the coaches. Yeah. All right. Because Monday is the D day for all the coaches. You'll see all the firings Sunday night, Monday, all that sort of thing. A lot of whispers already started. Strange things. We got to yeah. get into that tomorrow. We'll look at the other part of the AFC playoff picture. So uh, that's tomorrow. Also on Thursday, we're looking at Sean McDermott to mm-hmm. join the podcast. So uh, we'll have some fun with that. Yeah, well, we can have him tease the, uh, the 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 matchup for the AFC Championship. Yeah, well, it'll be great. All right. Always, as always, see that that subscribe button. Hit it. That's your ticket into the meat locker every day. Goes comes right to your phone. All right, comes right to your phone, right to your tablet. You can always enjoy and hang out with us in the meat locker every day, right here on the All City Network. For Baldy, I'm Cuz. We'll see you tomorrow.